Hello, hello, and welcome to another Win Daily Sports Show. My name is Michael Brazil. Michael Brazil, there we go. That's my name. I got my man Mitchell Tennis here with me. <laughs> I can't even say my name. I've said it too many damn times today. Michael Brazil, I got Mitchell Tennis, and we are breaking down Mitchell's favorite team stacks for week 10 in the NFL. We're back on the grind. Mitchell, how you doing today, buddy? We're doing pretty good. Uh, ready to look into another week of week of football and now that we know i have basketball confirmed uh about a month and 10 days away be looking forward to a little bit of that now too about you you say that like you don't know the exact amount of days until then so we appreciate you there buddy yes mitchell writes baseball he writes basketball for us he loves nfl so we're trying to get him in the mix obviously doing this as well so we appreciate the heck out of him a little bit of housekeeping you're listening to this podcast please five-star review give us a download do whatever you got to do subscribe tell us why you love us so much we would appreciate that it helps us out a lot getting more people to pay attention to the show and we think we do a pretty damn good job so let us have that just that's all we're asking for you're on an iphone freaking press five stars tell us why you love mitchell and his hilarious hats i know you can't see him but i can and just roll with it <laughs> we would appreciate that good of that make sure you follow us at wind daily sports follow mitchell at mitchell 101 t-h-o-e-n-n one, follow me, Michael Brazil. One, follow us, as I said, Wendelly Sports. Last one, windailysports.com backslash chat. Seven free days in the expert Discord chat. You can ask us all the questions you want. All the questions you want. You get seven free days in that, baby. And hopefully, we can make you a lot of money in that time. All right. Let us go. Uh, first game I have here on FanDuel. Or on FanDuel, yeah, right. On DraftKings. I have the <laughs> Washington-Detroit game. We have this game as... Four and a half points the Lions are favored by. I don't have an over-under currently because I think we're waiting to see if Kenny Galladay is hurt or not. As we saw, Kyle Allen, who's unfortunate, broke his ankle last week or dislocated it, whatever. It was pretty gross. Matt Stafford is in concussion protocol. I think he's going to be fine coming back. Anything from this game, Mitchell, that you're liking? Maybe a couple shots in the dark somewhere? Yeah, one of the shots in the dark would be Alex Smith, possibly 5,200. Only guy I'd really like to pair him with is Terry McLaurin at 6,800. Did get a price bump, but it's um, a little bit of a bump having Alex Smith back at the back at the helm instead of the younger the younger guys. And then just wanted to mention Antonio Gibson quick. 5,600 has been playing really well lately. Um, Detroit has now given up the most fantasy points to running backs per game on DraftKings at 35.8 fantasy points per game. And that's pretty much it for that game. Yeah, with Kenny Galladay being out, I don't think there's too much. I think TJ Hawkinson was also placed. Um, he's now He has that Q tag, so he might have been a fun one to run it back with. But we don't know. Matt Stafford should be fine. He's still in concussion protocol. He might be out. I'm not totally sure. So probably one of those games... Do your best to avoid it. I don't think you got to do too, too much there. Uh, moving on, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars going to Lambeau to take on those Packers. Packers favored by 13. Over-under sits at 50 right now. We have Jake Luton still back there. Unfortunately, our man, Mitchell, our man, Minshew, he's not playing. I don't think he's going to play the rest of the season, honestly, because <laughs> I think he gives them an actual chance yeah, to be it. competitive. So it's pretty unfortunate. But. We'll see what happens next year. A uh, lot of wind in this game. I think we're going to have upwards right now. Looking at it last night, I remember seeing it's going to be over 20 mile an hour wind. So something to pay attention to. looks like there's some rain in the forecast as well. How do you like this game? Do you think this one, they can keep it close enough to make this uh, a fun little DFS stacking? I like running backs from both sides here. Um, looking at James Robinson, 6,600. 
they want to keep it on the ground. They obviously um, keep it on. He Lighten looked good last week, but I mean, he's obviously a young quarterback, and you know you're going to try to you're going to try to establish the running game if at all possible. And Green Bay ranks has given up the second most fantasy points to running backs per uh, as far as points per game goes, just under the line at 35. So. I don't mind looking there. And then Aaron Jones at 7,100 is too cheap. Obviously, he's going to probably be a pretty chalky play. Look at already projected at 30%. But it's it's obviously a great spot against Jacksonville. And like you said, if the wind if the wind is like that, the, these running backs could both be in a be in a really good spot. Yeah, yeah, and and Jake Luton did do pretty well last week, but that was against a completely inept defense um, there in Houston. Jair Alexander, I think, is better than the two cornerbacks or the three cornerbacks, whatever the hell they're putting out there in Houston. I think he alone could cover the field better by himself, so I think that's something to pay attention to. So, yeah, it should be a fun one. Definitely interested in it, but yeah, pay attention. Pay attention to the rain. What do you got? One more. Uh, I just wanted to talk about Devontae Adams a little bit. Oh, Right yeah, I guess I'm great point. I, no, no, I'm actually I'm seeing his ownership at thirty percent, and if that is if it's going to be old windy at nine k, Devontae Adams thirty percent owned. I think um, I'll probably I'd probably be off of him. Fading Devontae Adams, famous last words, my friend. But no, you make a good point. Nine k, thirty percent owned. All that wind. I see where you're coming from. But you could probably just pencil in two touchdowns right now for that guy. I don't think it's uh, too too far fetched to say that. But hey, you got to make a stance somewhere, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, I know obviously uh, Jacksonville is terrible as far as secondary and uh, defending the pass. But at that at that ownership, the high price tag, and you know, you got Michael Thomas back. That's something, I guess. We'll see. Should be fun. Uh, one thing of note, DJ Chark actually went, uh, he got a Q tag today as well. So something to pay attention to. And I think Alan Lazard might be coming off IR. So maybe that's another really good reason for it. So we'll see what happens there. Let us move on. We have the Houston Texans against the Cleveland Browns. We have the Browns favored by three and a half at home over under of 49. I think we're going to get a little bit more wind, a little bit more rain here as well. Going up against Houston. We know we can run the ball. Guess who's back? Nick Chubb's back. Nick Chubb Nick is back Chubb. this week. 6,800. Oh, how much Nick Chubb are you trying to jam into your lineups this week, Mitchell? I'm looking at a lot of this, quite a bit of this game, honestly. Nick Chubb is is one of them at the 800. Where's Houston? They're, they've given up third most fantasy points to running backs, 31.1 fantasy points per game. And they rank 28th worst in rush DVOA on the season. So Nick Chubb, 6,800 is in a good spot at looking at under 10% ownership too, is what I see. And I'd love to run it back with Deshaun 6,900 is Deshaun still under seven K against Cleveland. And then you can pair him with Fuller or Brandon cooks. Cook still hasn't really gotten a price bump. I mean, he's kind of where he should be. Eh, I think. I think now with the new offense, his floor is around ten. So I like. I like Fuller and Cooks with 
Watson and Chubb in this game. I love it. Yeah, a lot of Nick Chubb for me. All my fantasy, uh, all my season-long teams are very happy that Nick Chubb's coming back because I was starting to uh, starting to get a little scary there for a second. But it should be, uh, should be fun. That should be an interesting one. Again, a little bit of rain, a little bit of wind in the forecast there as well. So, again, something to pay attention to. That's why we do these Thursday night, give you the information, and obviously things change over time. So make sure to watch the Sunday live stream, 11 a.m. Eastern time, where Sticks and Ghosts go over all that information for you. So, let us move on. We have the Eagles traveling to MetLife Stadium to play the Giants. Eagles favored by three points on the road. So we have some home dogs in the Giants, something to pay attention to. Last time these teams played, I cried of laughter when Daniel Jones fell down by himself. <laughs> that was hysterical. It was sad, but it was so funny at the same time. Talk to me a little bit. Is there anything in this game that you're uh, you're interested in, in exploiting? Not a ton. You could look at Carson Wentz if you wanted, maybe, since he's getting some of his weapons back. I think there's. I thought I heard Alshon was possibly going to play this week. Uh, um, Rager is back. Yeah, Alshon. We'll see. I, right. don't, I don't even consider him a football player anymore. No, honestly. but <laughs> <laughs> it's someone. It's 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 a warm body at this point. And Dallas Goddard's coming for, back. Too. Yeah, for their for their uh, wide receiving corpse. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> and then <laughs> this guy, this Miles Sanders would probably be about it. I don't really want to Rieger. You could take a shot on at 4,200 because he's cheap enough price. But if Alshon and they do get somebody's back, I think um, it limits some of these guys upside for Philadelphia as far as receivers go. Yeah, I think uh, the Giants defense is actually a little bit better than expected this year. Not still not the best, but definitely better than expected. So it's not as much of a shoe in as it was last year. I think that's important. Uh, moving on, we have the Tampa Bay Bucks traveling to North Carolina to take on the Carolina Panthers. We have the Bucks favored by six over under of 50 and a half. That's a nice number. We always like to see that. Uh, talk to me a little bit. I mean, I know we can, we can run, we can paddle, we can do a lot to this Carolina defense, but they also can kind of keep up the pace a little bit. So how are you like in stacking this game? Yeah, obviously McCaffrey probably out again now yep, again. Thank you. Mike Davis, 4K, min Ooh. min running back price on DraftKings. Obviously, it's going to be a popular play. And at, looking at 50 plus percent ownership possibly, even though he's going against one of the top defenses in the league, other than last week, I should say. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd agree to that. <laughs> and yeah, I think. Ronald Jones is I mean, last week. You know, it's kind of an outlier at fifty three hundred. Ronald Jones, I think, is can be an option for for Ned if they get behind. Otherwise, he's yeah, got got a he's got to break a long run then, most likely. And then Tom Brady got quite a bit of a price uh, price decrease after playing the Saints and having a bad game, and he's down to sixty three hundred. Now that he's got maybe get a little bit more acclimated with Antonio and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, now that you know they're all going to be healthy for another week, I think that could be another interesting, interesting spot to look. And the ownership in this game looks pretty low, other than Mike Davis, obviously. Yeah, Mike Davis is going to be through the roof, as you said. Min price uh, on DraftKings at 4K. You're not angry about that. Um, Antonio Brown. 
Do you think this is the week? I mean, last week he didn't really do too much. Also, last week was just a, as you said, it was 28 to nothing. I fell asleep before it was even 28 to nothing, and somehow <laughs> it got worse. So um, do you think this is a, a nice little breakout week, or you think you're going to give him another couple weeks to actually get acclimated with the offense a little bit more? I'm going to give him a little bit. I think they priced him pretty pr- pretty solid right away to, to keep he, people off of him at 5,800 just because obviously he hasn't played. He's sat out, I believe, first nine games now this season. And, and all the starts, games of pretty much last year too. Right, and and he starts at 5,800 5, on DraftKings. So I think it's a tough spot. You can't, It's tough to pay for him, I, I feel like. I get that. Yeah, it is. It is difficult. One last one about this game. I, I know a gentleman Sia is always a fan of, or has been recently. Curtis Samuel. Um, how do you feel yeah. about him? He's definitely been been in, in an interesting spot to say the least. Yeah, actually, I, I like that call at forty nine hundred. He's he uh, when McCaffrey was out, he was starting to get some looks in the backfield and was actually scoring some red zone touchdowns. So, yeah, I like that call at forty nine hundred. He's going to play some some snaps at wide out and some in the backfield and even might get 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 some red zone carries nothing wrong with that let's let's take it smoke them if you got them right smoke them if you got them so let's see a little bit of current samuel in some of our lineups this week um weird wrinkle about this week is because we have the masters this weekend on on sunday obviously sunday at the masters it's iconic got tiger woods hopefully still on the hunt then most of the games are actually at four o'clock this week, which is going to be pretty interesting. So we have a nice long extended day. So there's a lot of four o'clock hammers that we can get into. So let's start talking about some of these four o'clock games. We have the Denver Broncos traveling to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Raiders favored by four points and it is an over under of 50 and a half. I think this could be a kind of a fun game to pay attention to. How are you? Uh, how are you looking at this one? Yeah, it's kind of. The total is a little bit surprising, but Drew, Drew Locke and Denver did end up making somewhat of a comeback last week against Atlanta, and that ended up being a pretty high-scoring game. So it can it can definitely get there. Quarterbacks here are very um, cheaply priced, 5500 for Drew Locke, 5400 I think you can, you can give him a look. I don't know that I'll look, look too much for him. I don't know that there's just – other than Waller, there's just nothing that interests me to pair with Carr. And then if I'd pick Locke, I would probably want to pair him with Fant, who obviously went out in the game for a little bit last week with an injury. And then the Denver running back situation, kind of just avoid yeah. that. So that's pretty much – I would pick either the quarterbacks and tight ends from this game probably is what – is what I would keep it to. Nice and easy. I like that. And just of no, I think Jerry Judy today was put on the, uh, he has a questionable tag now. Yep. So just something to pay attention to. Should be a fun game though. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, let's get to one of the big ones in the four o'clock hour. Well, let's do it. Buffalo traveling to Arizona, Arizona favored by two and a half points over under of 56 and a half. I think this is going to be one of our easy chalk games. I don't think this is going to be a question. Neither of these defenses are very good. Both of these offenses are a lot of fun to watch. Kyler Murray, 8K, Josh Allen, 75K. Got some fun running backs. We have Chase Edmonds priced up. Kenyon Drake looks like he's coming back, though. 
don't really know what the hell is happening in the Buffalo backfield, but I think these wide receivers, man, I think this is going to be a fun one. How are you? Uh, how are you stacking this game? Is this pretty much just all over? Start throwing darts at a dartboard and uh, see what comes out. I'm looking, yeah, mostly like you said, the running back situations in this game are pretty, pretty iffy at this point. So I'd look at Kyler Murray and Josh Allen. I'd favor Kyler Murray a little bit in this matchup because Buffalo has allowed the second most rushing touchdowns to QBs in the league, I believe. So I think that's with Buffalo also obviously having a pass defense that struggles and Wilson looked pretty good against them last week. And then you, you factor in Kyler Murray and his rushing ability and the fact that Buffalo's given up the uh, second most rushing touchdown QBs is, is, is definitely a spot that you're going to want to look. And then 7,700 for Hopkins, his ownership looks pretty low. I think people are going to be scared of the, the Tredavious white matchup. I think I think you can still play Hopkins at seventy seven hundred. Yeah, with the, given the matchup, even I like that. And the dude's incredible, right? He had three targets oh, last yeah. week, but I was actually I was seeing in the chat, uh, windailysports.com backslash chat because we're always there, we're always talking. While it says he had three targets, I think there were four plays he was targeted on that yeah. ended up having penalties. So really, he had the ball thrown to him seven times. So that's a little bit more of a DeAndre Hopkins game. But even if it is three targets, three catches. Dude's incredible no matter what it is. So I think that's something to just pay attention to. Uh, I think this game is going to be a lot of fun. Very excited that we get to hang out with this one uh, in the afternoon. John Brown, Stephon Diggs, Christian Kirk. How do you feel about those guys as well? Catching passes along the way. John Brown's a guy that I have interest in here at 5,300. I think there's quite a bit of ceiling left there for him. Obviously, the Buffalo airs it out. Diggs is going to get his 10 targets and, you know, do his thing that he, he's, you know, does every week, it seems like. So if you're picking Allen, I would look to pair him with Brown because if, if I'd rather play Hopkins than Diggs here, obviously I'm not going to, you know, got to gotta limit your exposure somewhat. Yeah. And your your balance, man. You got a salary. You you got to stay somewhere. You can't pick all the guys you want. That's not how it quite works, unfortunately. So uh, I do love it. I think that game's going to be an absolute blast. Uh, and just all the points, baby. Let's, let's all take the over. Let's all just collectively <laughs> agree. Let's all take the over. Hammer that, and we can uh, we can be happy with another what thirty four. 31, 40 to 30, whatever the game was. Both these teams went absolutely ballistic last week. So hopefully we can do it again. I'm all on board. I am all on board. Um, let's move on. I'm going on. Oh, let's do Chargers and the Dolphins. Los Angeles traveling down to Miami. We have the Dolphins favored by one and a half points right now. Over under at 48 and a half. So nothing too crazy. Justin Herbert, the fifth pick and the seventh pick in the draft. Or sixth pick, I actually don't even know. And then Tua Tungavailoa, the fifth pick in the draft. So we have two rookie quarterbacks going head-to-head. I think we already have one of those matchups this year. So that was kind of cool. But let's do this one now. What are you liking from this Dolphins-Chargers game? Is there anywhere you want to play with this one? Just something interesting to watch. I think, I believe there's three Miami starters on defense that just got put in the con- or not concussion, uh, COVID. Yeah, the COVID. 
Yeah, so that'd be an interesting – I believe it was three starters from the defense. So if that's if that's the case, I, you, you could definitely look at Herbert and Keenan Allen and possibly Hunter Henry down at 4,100. I like his uh, – I like uh, him at tight end a little bit this week. But other than that, um, Troy uh, – uh, yeah, Troy Main Pope. Min running back. Min Price running back for the Chargers if Justin Jackson sits out. Mm-hmm. He, I like he uh, that. got quite a bit of usage, I believe, not last week because he sat out, but two weeks ago. So if Justin Jackson sits out here at Min Price, I like, I like Troy Main Pope. I love it. I love it. Yeah, we saw um, Kalen Balaj former Jets legend. Uh, I think he was on the Dolphins for like a split second. Um, he yeah. he got most of the, the carries last week. I don't think Anthony Lynn loves Josh Kelly too much because he fumbles the ball and nobody likes it when your running backs fumble. We all know that's how you mm-hmm. lose your job. That's how you lose your job. So something to pay attention to there. Uh, should be a fun game. I think it'll be fun. That's a game I'm actually interested in just watching, just kind of see how those quarterbacks do. It's also a complete mismatch in coaching. I think we're all already understanding that Anthony Lynn is a friggin' terrible head coach. And Brian Flores looks like the real deal when it comes to head coaches. So I think that part's going to be fun. So kind of watching him walk circles around Anthony Lynn is going to be an absolute blast, but mostly just seeing these two rookie quarterbacks I know they don't play each other, but it's, they're playing each other. And it's something fun that we get to pay attention to a little bit. So Yeah, I do want to talk about Tua for a second quick. Yeah? The Chargers have given up the sixth most fantasy points per game to QBs this week. And if these running backs sit out again and they're faced to rush with Jordan Howard dreadfully. Yikes. I think I think Tua at 5,600 would have some upside if they're forced, if they're forced to pass against this Chargers defense due to their lack of of ability to run the football. I love that. That's a good point. I mean, Austin Eckler is still out. Obviously, we know that. Uh, Gaskins is out. Uh, Matt Breida is going to be out. As you said, I think it's uh, there. They had Jordan Howard last week, which is hysterical. Just look at his his lines. I don't even know if he has collectively 100 yards this year, but I think the dude has like five touchdowns. So it's just incredible how he does what he does. So shout out to him. Get in the box, man. That you're essentially a fullback at that point. But yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, they had another kid, uh, Ahmed, I think, out of Washington as well. So it's slim pickings for those uh, for those Dolphins running backs. Uh, they did shade for DeAndre Washington. Um, so maybe he gets a little bit of run. But yeah, I agree with you, man. And Patrick Laird. Don't forget about the legend Patrick Laird either. But should be interesting. Tua might get to throw the ball a little bit. Maybe this is his breakout. Him and Herbert, watch them both throw for like 374 tutties, and then the freaking <laughs> Chargers that, blow it. Oh, dude, I would love all of it. Wouldn't that. that be fun? Wouldn't that be I'm fun? in, man. I'm 100% in. Uh, a couple more games here. We have the San Francisco 49ers traveling down to New Orleans. Nine and a half points to the Saints. Way too many, in my opinion. We had the betting show last night. If you're listening to the podcast, we highly suggest you go back and listen to that one as well. See, has been making everybody a lot of money. Nine and a half points. We all saw what the 49ers looked like on last Thursday. And then we saw what the Saints looked like against the Bucks on Sunday. I don't think those two things marry up quite the way we think they do. Nine and a half points, in my opinion, is just a little too many. But in your opinion, from the DFS standpoint, Mitchell, how are you looking at this game? Like I said earlier, when we were talking about Devontae Adams, I love, I love Michael Thomas this week, 7,400. Obviously, they didn't really—they weren't really forced to throw too much in the second half at all last 
week. So I, I think he's got, as we know, tons of upside. His price last year was at times where Devontae Adams is now, Drew Brees at home. I think I think this is a good spot for for Michael Thomas and Drew Brees to to get back to their old form. I love it. Yeah, Drew Brees sixty four hundred definitely something to uh, definitely something to pay attention to. And I I don't think anybody knows who's going to be at running back for yeah. the 49ers. McKinnon and Hasty are healthy. Uh, Mostert and Wilson are still on IR. Coleman is doubtful. It looks like at this point, so we don't know what the heck's going to happen there. I think Kamara, I mean, he's always in play, right? 8,200, I think, you know, considering how much he catches the ball. Don't think you can really go wrong there. Uh, he, he hasn't really had those blow-up games like he was having in the beginning of the year, but dude's still incredible, so something to pay attention to. But I don't know. should be a fun one. should definitely be a fun one. I'll end up watching. I'm going to watch all these games, right? Who the hell am I? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's go to... Got one more thing? No, no, no. I was just saying, this, no. you know, paying attention to all the games you just turn on. NFL yeah. red zone yeah exactly i'm just gonna just gonna go to my buddy's house and, and, and rock with his red zone uh let's go on i think this one's gonna be a little bit more fun seahawks traveling down to los angeles minus one and a half to the rams over under 54 and a half there we go i feel like you're gonna be stacking up this game a lot too a lot of late games a lot of fun late games to stack up how you feeling about this one we all know QBs and wideouts against the Seahawks is something. It's becoming a weekly thing at this point. Seattle has given up 63.2 fantasy points per game to wide receivers this year, which absolutely pretty much blows everybody else away. And then they also given up the most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Jared Goff, 6,500. I think you can pair him with either of his receivers really um the rams also incorporate their receivers running the ball so i think i think this is as far as the rams goes it's, it's a good spot looking at seattle if carson is back at 6200 i think you could take a look at him other than that i don't love a lot i lock it at 6500 i think uh the rams may have ramsey try to shadow metcalf this week i know they like so i think that could be something to watch i think lock it is a pretty good play this week i i have a feeling that we we might we might be able to see some dk metcalf jalen ramsey this weekend i think i'll give me a camera of just that those two dudes just <laughs> going at it all game. Those like monster human beings just freaking running insane speeds, running into each other, tackling each other. Oh. Dude, just give me that on one of my TVs and I think I'd be happy. So, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. I agree with you. I think I'm a little more on Tyler Lockett coming out of the slot more so than having to go up against Jalen Ramsey. Tyler, Jalen Ramsey like towers over Tyler Lockett. That dude's an animal. So I think it's, uh yeah, DK, give me, I want to watch the matchup between them. I'm definitely a little <laughs> more on Tyler Lockett this week, though. I think last couple weeks have been DK weeks. I think we're going to switch back to one of those, maybe not 15 catch, 305 touchdown games we right. saw from Lockett a couple weeks ago, but definitely can see him getting some more targets, more catches, and hopefully getting in the box once or twice. I think that would be uh, pretty ideal out of this one. I'm not angry about it. I'm not angry about it. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, one last thing of note, I think Darrell, Daryl Henderson, there we go. Uh, he was put on to, he had a Q tag today, uh, is expected to suit up, um, but something happened at practice. So he is now questionable. So still not saying Cam Akers, you should play him, but just something to pay attention to. Just something to pay attention to. Uh, last game of the slate. We have the Cincinnati Bengals, the Pittsburgh Steelers. We have rain in the forecast. We have the Steelers favored by seven points over under a 54 and a half. Not sure they think too many points are going to come from this one. How are you feeling about this game, Mitchell? Yeah, I don't love much. Uh, pretty much nobody as far as the Cincinnati side of the ball. And then... Looking at Pittsburgh, the only Deontay Johnson at 5,200, and that would probably be about it. I mean, you can take it. Big Ben, obviously, with Deontay if you want. James Conner, yeah. Cincinnati is 25th worst as far as rush DVOA, so I think those would be – probably the only three players that I'd look at this game. And then obviously said weather could also be a factor. So Mm -hmm. we'll have to keep an eye on that. AFC North, man, these teams hate each other. These teams hate each other. So that's always a fun little narrative. I will say we did it on the show last night. I will give it out again. Sia and I took a three team dog parlay all on the money line. We took the Bengals. We took the chargers. We took the Washington football club. I can't remember what the odds were, but I put down $5 and it's going to return 93 if I win. So something like, or just insane odds, I think is like 1800 or whatever. So we are on it. It's going to be fun. Three teams. And we already made the joke. Sia is betting on Anthony Lynn, which means that's going to be the only one that's not going to hit. So I actually do have a little bit of confidence in the Bengals winning this game because I don't think the Steelers are quite as good as everybody thinks they are. They should have like two or three losses at this point. You are what your record says you are, but it's still, I'm, I'm skeptical. It's a divisional game, maybe a little weather. We'll see, man. I mean, I put five bucks on it. It's a three team parlay. It's nothing crazy. So I really hope I lose and it's just the chargers that lose it. So that way I can make Sia give me $5, but (laughs) it is what it is. Awesome, man. Well, thank you, Mitchell going through game by game. We have everything for everyone. So we hope you all enjoyed the heck out of that. Mitchell, where can everybody find you on the internet? At Mitchell101, T-H-O-E-N-N-1 on Twitter. Mitchell Tennis, T-H-O-E-N-N-E-S on Instagram. And then in the Discord chat at BombCarlo15. BombCarlo15. You can find me at MichaelRazeal1. Make sure to follow us at Windaily Sports. One more time, WindailySports.com backslash chat. Seven free days in the chat. If you're listening to the podcast, make sure to subscribe, review. Give us that five-star, baby. We need that five-star review. That's how more people find out about us. We want more people. We know you want to keep this to yourself and, you know, don't let your friends know about it. But come on, give us a five-star review. You're probably not playing against any of those other people anyway. So we appreciate it. But Mitchell... We appreciate you as well. For Mitchell, for myself, for the rest of the Wind Daily Sports family, we hope you all make it a very profitable week 10 in the NFL. <laughs>